Welcome to the Rich From Anywhere podcast, where we take a deep dive into that one thing that can scale your business to the moon, marketing. During this podcast, you'll learn tips and strategies from some of the top marketers in the game. From student success stories to tips on how to scale your actual brand, welcome to the Rich From Anywhere podcast. What's good, y'all? What's happening? Vamp Live squad, Rich From Anywhere squad, we are back again. And uh, we're going to answer some more questions, man. We keep getting bombarded with questions, but we love it. So keep keep bringing them. But let's, uh, you know, we're, we're going to keep doing this because this is a, a way for us to kind of help more people faster, essentially. You know, that is saying? a fact. That is a fact. Um, yo, so the questions we've been getting um, and here's the thing. We get a lot of questions on a daily basis. So what we're doing is we're just taking specific ones based on different facets of your brand and tackling them. So um, today we're going to talk about just website conversions as a whole, because honestly, if your website ain't converting, then no matter what you do, whether it be from the ads or the branding aspect, it ain't going to matter. It don't matter, man. Like if you're like, listen, you know, you want to drive people into your business, right? But if you're, if you're driving them into a burning building, that ain't going to help your business. Right. And a lot of, a lot of these websites that we see, um, they are like, they look like burning buildings, you know what I'm saying? <laughs> and we gotta, we gotta, we gotta be the firefighters right now. So let's, uh, let's get let's y'all's website in. up. But, but more specifically, we're talking about e-commerce, right? We do work with a lot of uh, coaches and people who sell courses and digital products through funnels and stuff. That is something that we also specialize in as well. But today's segment is, is, is specific for e-commerce. E-com, so, e-com. Uh, let's get into it, bro. What's the, let's what's the get first? in. All right. So first question, um, any tips on increasing my email opt-in rates on pop-ups? Mm. So this is, this is really, really big. If you don't have pop-ups on your website, uh, you definitely should because, uh, you know, at the end of the day, everybody on doing online business should be collecting emails and phone numbers right now, period. If the Facebook outage the other day wasn't a uh, wasn't a good wake up call for y'all, Ooh, boy. then uh, then I don't know what else what what else will be a, a good wake up call for y'all. So definitely be collecting emails and phone numbers. One great way to do that is by having uh, pop ups um, on your on your website, right? So tips for so before we even get into that, a lot of people might not even know that a good opt in rate, like a good conversion rate, is seven percent. Okay, so that means 7% of people who actually see your pop up should be opting in. I think that's really important to know your benchmarks there. So that's what you should kind of aim for. Um, But then as far as like the actual pop up, what we recommend is having it not pop up immediately. A lot of people have this have the setting so that as soon as someone hops on your website, like the pop up is, is like in their face immediately. And that's not what you should do at all. It's actually, that's actually like really kind of intrusive to people's experience, you know, and it actually might make them want to leave. So what you want to do is let it wait at least 10 seconds. Our minimum that we say is like at least 10 seconds or 60% scroll, right? And a lot of different ones that you'll, that you'll use will have these, these settings. So set it so that it's either a 10 second delay or make it so that people have to scroll at least 60% down your page before it pops up, pops up. Okay. Yeah. Try yep. that out and let us know how that works in the comments below. Yeah, for sure. Definitely let us know. We've de- we've honestly had a lot of students lately who are crushing it 
with um, email marketing as well as text marketing. Uh, from our experience, text marketing tends to perform a little better than email marketing does, but you should definitely be focusing on both. Um, if you look at the bigger brands that are out here, um, a lot of them are doing both. And I get this a lot. I'll talk to a student, I'll tell them, yo, you should be sending these things out like, you know, every other day or at least weekly. And the response I get is, well, I don't want to be annoying. I don't want to be annoying, but you have to model yourself after the, the big dogs in your space. Look at somebody like uh, Fashion Nova, who um, is one of the bigger brands out there, but look at what they're doing. Like if you look at their emails that they're sending out, they send like two to three emails a day. It's crazy. You know? So, so you should be modeling yourself after them because keep in mind, we always talk about mindset. You currently have a million dollar brand right now. You know, you have to start operating like you have that million dollar brand because when you do that, things start to align up and, you know, we believe in, in the law of attraction, whatever you believe in is cool, but things start to, things will start to line up in your favor. Mm -hmm. um, now, another quick thing that I want to jump into is the messaging on your pop-up. I know a lot of times people are um, struggling with what to say. So one thing that we like to recommend, something that's really easy to do is, um, yo, join our VIP list. Get 10% off of your first purchase when joining our VIP list. Uh, the VIP list is huge because people want to feel included. People want to feel special. So when you let them know, hey, I have this great opportunity for you to join an exclusive VIP list where you get first dibs on new arrivals, giveaways, discounts, mm -hmm. those type of things, people are gonna jump into that and, and, and essentially that's what you want. You wanna collect that data so that you can send out these Excellent. sales and, uh, or send out the, yeah, send out these sales and, you know, blast those emails. Yo, and out. I'll also I'll add to that as well. Remember when you're writing copy for your pop-ups, remember that you always want to go with, you always want to lean forward with what the customer wants the most, right? Because a lot of people, and like you made a good, a good point about the VIP list, people definitely want to be a part of something exclusive, but really even more importantly than that, what do they really want? They want a damn discount, right? right. So you should lean with that first. And, and honestly, just like positioning, the arranging of, of what comes first will increase your conversion rate big time. So say, save 10%. Don't say join our VIP list to get 10% off. Say, save 10% right now by joining our VIP list, right? Because now you're hitting them essentially like initially with what they want, like right off the bat. And then mm -hmm. you're also saying the VIP list too. So if making those little subtle changes like that and giving it at the end of the day, remember this business is not about you. It's about them. So always write everything you're writing should be about what they want. Right. I think that's a real, real like mm -hmm. mental thing that people and, show. And here and that, I'm glad you actually said that because you see here we have two different ideas on what the pop up should be which is segueing to a great point is you should split test your pop ups mm -hmm. to see mm -hmm which one converts better because here's the thing like we have all the recommendations in the world but we don't necessarily know exactly what's going to work and that's why we like to split test because split right. testing is going to bring one of those to the forefront and that's the one that you should rock with ultimately but split testing is always something that you want to do um, to figure out what works for you you Facts. know 100 um 100%. let's jump into but the I'm second probably, question though but i'm probably right though i'm just saying <laughs> <laughs> we'll see about that test it drop something in the comment let us know let's go um, so all right so next question 
how can I get a better conversion rate on my product page? Mm, 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 classic, mm. classic, classic question that we get all of the time. But uh, go ahead and ta tackle that one, bro. <clears throat> bro, this is a really big one. Um, and anyone who's ever had a consultation with us or a session with us will always tell you the product page is the most important page on your website, period. Because that's the page where people decide to either buy something or to leave. So if there's anything on your website that needs to be on point, it's that product page, right? So there's tons of, dude, we can like have a four hour conversation about this, to be honest with you. Um, I'd say like a few things that are really, really big that I see people missing a lot are product descriptions. Product descriptions uh, are really, really key, man, because, and this is the way I like to look at product descriptions, they should replace a sales associate inside of your retail inside of a retail store right so then you kind of start thinking about that like okay well what does like a sales associate do inside of a retail store well they're kind of there to just like facilitate the process answer questions um you know about the product where can i wear it what can i match it with all these different things um your product description should replace that sales associate and, and basically answer all those questions but the way that you want to do it is not just write this big, long ass novel on your product description. Because listen, ain't nobody going to read that, right? No, nope. people don't even really like to read that much nowadays. I'll just be honest with you. You know, so if they come to your product page and they, and they have this like novel, they're not going to read it. So what you want to do is you want to break these, break all your, in, uh, your information down into bite-sized chunks, right? Stuff that's not so intimidating for people. And the best way to do that is by using bullet points right? Um, also, get better at saying more with less. I say a lot of people like they write these things out and they're like four sentences long when really that could have been condensed down into one sentence if you just kind of learn how to say more with less. So product descriptions are a big thing. And actually, anybody who's inside of our mentorship program knows that we actually give our students product description templates that you guys can literally just copy and paste and we guide you on how to write them the best way. It's super powerful. If you're interested yeah. in being a part of our mentorship program, you know, we'll drop a link in the description or whatever you guys can apply if you want to, but that definitely helps out a lot. That's one tip. And I'll think of some more why, while you, uh, while you get, while you. Yes. Yes. That as well. so, so as far as your product page goes, yes, the product descriptions are a big part of it, but another thing you really want to focus on, on your product description is building that trust with your audience. That's one thing that I know for certain is that when I'm shopping with the brand, if I don't trust the, cause you got to think about it. When you're running ads to uh, these people, they don't know you from anywhere. When you're running your initial ads, they've never heard of you before and they might just now be getting interested in your product. So when I'm doing that, I want to be sure that I can trust this brand. Cause yo, I've never heard of you before. So if I click on the link and I go to the product page and I don't see any reviews, mm. I'm gonna be less likely to perform that action of actually buying. Mm -hmm. So reviews are the, and, and, I, and I'll say this, in, in my opinion, reviews are the most important thing that you can have for your brand. A lot of you all that are students watching this, you probably joined because you saw we had a lot of reviews, you know, a lot of good reviews. So think about your brand the same way. Are you gonna wanna shop with someone that doesn't have reviews on their page? Nope. Probably not. Probably nope. not. But if you have reviews on your page, there's a strong likelihood that you built that trust 
to get someone to go from hitting your product page to actually adding the product to cart. Yeah. And here's the thing, it might not happen the first time, you know, but as you begin to retarget and start to bombard them with your brand and reviews from your brand, from other users that are satisfied with what you've done, that conversion has a high likelihood of coming through. So that's another thing you can do nice. on the product page. Yo, another thing I just thought of too, like we read this uh, article the other day and, it, and they did some studies and what they found was that 64% of consumers want to see the shipping costs on the product page, right? So meaning a lot of people might come to your product page and they might not even move forward and add things to cart if they don't know what the shipping costs are on the product page. So this could be a really, really big gem for y'all as well. If you have uh, a, you know, a set shipping cost for that product or, or whatever your shipping uh, situation is, include it right there in the product description, maybe even include it at the top of the product description, maybe even make it like a heading style so that it's bigger than the rest so that people see that. Um, and that will actually increase your add to cart rate, which will in turn increase your, your whole overall website conversion rate as well. Yo, so what's that, that? What's that? Um, what's the conversion rate that people should be looking for from um, a product page view to an add to cart? What is that conversion rate? So this, this, I mean, between, I would, I mean, I, I aim for twenty percent, but honestly, like anywhere between fifteen and twenty percent is what I look for, right? Um, but like your goal should be twenty percent, in my opinion, right? So that means basically, if a hundred people hit your product page, I want at least 20 of those people to add things to cart, right? Mm. Um, so when, you, when you're inside of your ads manager, by the way, there's, there's actually metrics that you can do these calculations inside of your ads manager and we'll calculate it for you. Um, we show that in our mentorship program as well. Damn, yo, we show, we give a lot of sauce. Plug, plug. We give a lot of sauce in, in our mentorship program. We really do, we, man. We, we want our students to be successful. Um, you know, continuously. Yeah. Shout out to all our students like big time, but ultimately long story short, like when you're hitting a product page, um, you want 20% of those people to add things to cart. So try out that shipping uh, strategy as well. And, and let's see if that, that helps y'all as well. And obviously as always drop it in the, and drop it in the comments below if it does help. And another thing is, you know, in this world where a lot of things are free when it comes to, you know, Amazon prime and fast shipping and free shipping, People have been conditioned to look for that. So if, you're, if your brand is um, running ads and getting people to the product page, they like everything they see on the product page, they click add to cart, everything's flowing smoothly, then they go to checkout and then they see this big glaring $7.99 for shipping, they're going to be like, yo, nah. It's a lot higher than that too. I've seen $14.99 shipping and like, <laughs> damn, like. It, it gets you know? crazy. It, it, it does get crazy, but you got to understand that can deter a potential customer from buying from you, you know? So on the product page, when, when you're doing this, another technique that you can use is taking whatever your shipping cost is and infusing it into the pricing of your product. Mm, damn. Oh, you're just going to give it to them like that, huh? Take it. Take <laughs> it. Give it to them. <laughs> Take it. Um, that's, that's honestly, like that's something you can do uh to offset that shipping cost and maybe you don't want to add 7.99 to your cost because that might put you out of the competition with some of the other boutiques out there but at least maybe take half of that shipping price maybe four dollars and add it 
um, in there because, hey, if you're getting five more conversions because of it, you know, it makes sense. Um, and then what you can do is you can market um, that free shipping on your product page, which we kind of discussed is a way to get more people to convert. Mm-hmm. So, you know, that's something that you can do as so, well. So just so y'all are hundred percent clear on that strategy, let's just, let's just say an example is you're selling a, a, a jacket or whatever, 50 bucks. And then when they get down the line, like they got to pay $7 for shipping. Right. So instead of doing $50 and $7 shipping, what you would do is you sell the jacket for $57 with free shipping. Right. And it's just a completely different way to structure it. But for some reason, it just sounds better, right? Um, and it's going to increase your add to cart rate, which we, de- we just talked about a little earlier, because they see that free shipping is included around the product page. They see, hey, free shipping or shipping included. Um, they're going to be like, yo, this is, this is it. Let me go get this, right? So test that out and let us know. Um, the other thing that a lot of people don't utilize is something called compare at prices. Right. And you can do this uh, for all my shop. Well, you can do it really with a lot of e-commerce platforms, but we do it with Shopify a lot. And compare at prices are essentially the price that it was before. And now it's this price. Like, so for instance, let's say you're selling a, a shirt for $20, but the compare at price is $40. Right. So on your website, what you're on your product page, what they're going to see is they're going to see $40 and it's going to be scratched out and then it's going to say $20. Right. So it's going to give people this illusion that it's on sale for 50 percent. Right. Um, which, again, is giving people that that reason to act now. Right. But at the end of the day, it's not really an illusion because what, what I tell people to do is never make your compare at price like some astronomical price that just doesn't make any sense. Right. Like that instance that I just gave you, that's totally normal, right? Like for, I can see, like I paid $40 for a shirt before, 100%, I'm sure you have too. So $40 isn't outside of the realm of possibility, right? So make it something that's like, you know, realistic, but, you know, definitely leverage compare at prices because that's a really easy way for people to feel like, yo, I'm getting like this crazy deal and I need to get it right now because at the end of the day, if, if you don't give people a reason to take action now, then they're not going to most of the time. So that's another strategy that y'all can implement right now. And uh, you can do that inside of Shopify very easily. More sprinkling gems. All the, sprinkling all the seasonings sprinkling on free y'all gems. today. You know, I hope y'all are enjoying these free seasonings of gems. Thanks for checking out the Rich From Anywhere podcast. We really hope that you enjoyed this episode and we hope that you can implement some of the things that we taught during this podcast. If you really rock with it, go ahead and give us a follow on this podcast as well as on all other social media at Rich From Anywhere and be sure to leave us a five-star review. Peace.